Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt's owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. When we're in zombie mode, it's interesting effect what happens day after day. You basically repeat what seems like the same routine, the same cycle. And it just spins and spins and spins and repeats. And that's why it feels like zombie mode is nothing is changing, regardless of what you're changing with actions. So when you get too stuck in this world, when it's spinning over and over again in the same routine, you need to change up the routine. Now, you can do this with some of the episodes we talked about before, which is finding your new and true identity, trying new activities, hobbies, taking time for yourself. And I highly suggest going out and getting some perspective. So what this episode is about is getting that perspective. Why I'm a huge advocate for volunteering and getting your community to help each other out is because it will give you that perspective to realize you have a lot. And it's almost like you're practicing gratitude through your actions. When we get into that world that's spinning those cycles over and over again, we don't realize that outside of our world, There's people that are struggling just to eat, just to get to work, just to afford gas, just to wake up every day to take care of their children. There's people that don't have places to live, to call home. And so it doesn't mean that you're discounting what is going on with you and the struggles that you have today, but it does bring you some perspective to get you out of the survivorship mode that your brain will be in. Because when we're in burnout, your brain is showing everyone's a threat. The world is out to get you. It's hard to climb back out. And when you get perspective of dealing with people in the community that have those rough times that they can't even find a place to live or eat, it kind of shakes you out of that survivorship mode that, hey, I have food. I have a home. I am safe. And it can help you get out of that survivorship mode by seeing, I just don't have things the way I want them to be right now and so I can work on those but it is not a threat to my being such as food water shelter so the important way to approach this because you're in burnout and you have low energy you're probably already thinking I don't I don't have time for this Kelly I don't have any energy totally get it but that's why you have low and high energy ways on how to approach acts of kindness. And so you're getting out of your head and you're serving others. And that's really important in leadership. That's really important in burnout because when you spend so much time in your head, that's all you're looking for is the people that are out to get you, the things that have happened. And sometimes you need to mix it up. Some low energy ways to serve others is motivating or encouraging comments on social media. If you're already out on social media, Leave some motivating or encouraging comments. If you see some people posting things, that's what they want. That's why they're posting something to brag about their kids or their recent vacation or their promotion. And give them an attaboy or girl, someone who's posting about their transformational journey. Give them some more motivation of, of what helped you or accounts you follow. Take some accounts you follow that were encouraging. And what you're doing here is you're almost entering a community in a positive way instead of a negative way of, well, I would have done it this way. Or you should try this. This is easier. You're supporting one another. Again, creating that community 
that sometimes we lack in this virtual world. So if you're already on social media, try motivating and encouraging comments. If you're at a store and you're at the register, instead of looking at our phone and being so isolated, maybe just compliments what someone's wearing or ask them about a food in their cart and say, wow, what, what are you cooking up? That looks awesome. Compliment a kid that's being really behaved in line. What could you do at a store for a positive interaction? Do you see that these low energy things are just normal conversations that we used to interact with? If you think back to 10 years ago even, way before the smartphone use really kicked up, we used to have conversations at the register lines. We used to have conversations and passing by work a little bit more, and we were less in tune with what's going on on our phone, on our laptops, what's next, and we slowed down and had a community moment. In order to get out of your head, you're gonna have to start serving others to stop the spin. And then of course, depending on your rapport with certain people at work or at home, you know, embracing a nice hug or actually do some active listening. That can serve others on a magnitude that they need that can keep them going. There's some trainings that I go to and you can just see a few people struggling and when they leave the, the room, I usually ask them if, if we can do a handshake and we just sit for a moment. Or um, some people will give me a hug and we exchange energies. I remember one person telling me at a, at a training, and, and fortunately she was a young professional, and she said, I don't remember the last time that I got a hug. I don't know this girl, and I don't know if I'll ever see her again, but she hasn't had a hug in a very long time. You could definitely tell. So these low energy ways of serving others and these acts of kindness give you a perspective that, you know, my life is really bad right now, and it's not what I want it to be. Someone else needs my energy more than I do. And then let's look at some high energy ways or acts of kindness in which you can really spread your energy. This is volunteering opportunities. Um, there's small things you can do like setting up events. There's food banks that you can go to and help them sort out food or prep meals, meal boxes. There's thrift stores that you can volunteer at for a couple hours a week or a month. There's different clubs and shelters that you can provide value and you don't even have to talk to a lot of people so if you're like i don't want to see any more people kelly i deal with people all day long well there's a lot of opportunities in which you can do your thing on your own you could even just walk a road and pick up trash how are you going to serve others to get out of your head and bring back some perspective that i am safe and what this is doing is you're bringing back value into the work you do. A lot of times we get in burnout because of this cycle of doing the same thing over and over again. Maybe we're not being valued at work or at home. It brings back value into the action that we do. And that's why I want you to think about low and high because sometimes we make serving others such a big thing related to money or donations, related to volunteering a whole weekend for an event. And really, it just takes a couple hours to get this effect. And the ripple effect that comes from this is not only days for you of gratitude and perspective, but the ripple effect of the people that you just served and how you changed their life is huge. There's times when I would volunteer this high of just knowing that I made a small impact in this world. That moment 
because that person could pick up food or that person went to that event and met the resource that's going to get them out of the darkness is going to save them is going to continue their life on and i was part of that when we stay sheltered and isolated in our burnout by ourselves we're not seeing any of that ripple effect we're not seeing the effects of our actions out in the community so you reverse it you get out in the community and you make some effects that will have a ripple on in most cases it's a break from our technology it moves us back towards community and it makes us start thinking about actions and the effects that it has on our mood our spirit which then affects our body and then a life of purpose contains many natural drives directions and motivations in itself again you have to remember we used to be tribal creatures we used to be a community in which we only thrived together and now we're very isolated within our households or our family and that's why things are a threat to us is because other people may be keeping you waiting in the register line that that lady writing the check in a very digital age she's now a pain in your butt because she's writing a check but she's not actually threatening your livelihood she might be taking a little bit more time but it's interesting that happened at the grocery store the other weekend and i thought to myself wow i can't believe that we're all waiting around for this lady to write a check and i realized that check that she wrote and them zipping it through their register and then giving it back to her probably took 30 seconds do you see how petty that is that we can't spend 30 seconds for a woman to stay in her comfort zone to write a check and pay for her food what we're doing here when we serve others is we're taking a step back from the hustle, the rush, the high-paced society life, and we're being human beings in our tribe, in our communities. And we're realizing that that brings more life and purpose than moving to the next thing. I lost 30 seconds of my day because she was writing a check. And in the scheme of that day, in any day really what is 30 seconds you waste more than 30 seconds on social media right we need to start changing the perspective and how we're approaching this game of life and backing up to a life of purpose with actions that have a trickle effect the other thing that serving others is doing is it's a sense of accomplishment not only do you get to serve others and feel that that natural reward of supporting the community but you have a sense of accomplishment to check off the list that dopamine reward see a past episode where we go through dopamine and how it kicks in but you don't need to go to starbucks after and you don't need to reward yourself with chocolate and desserts you have a sense of accomplishment when you go home from those events or that volunteering activity that dopamine high is real and it's because you just serve the tribe around you your community the difference between suffering and learning is a story you tell yourself. And so how we can get out of this spinning survivorship mode is adding some new chapters to this story. And part of that is perspective, that if you have food, if you have water, if you have shelter, are things that bad? If you are listening to this podcast, you have enough technology to get resources and support to fix yourself. So now it's time to bring some perspective on what others might be dealing with and, and how can you help them in both low and high energy ways to spread kindness, to spread hope, to demolish helplessness. It all starts with action. I know you're not lazy, otherwise you wouldn't be here working on self-growth. 
piecing together the puzzle is half the adventure, and finding energy towards your new habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions. Check out videos on burnout tools to move from zombie mode to liveliness on my website. See you soon!